you can manifest something in your life and then maybe one day later, it's like the fucking worst day of your life and all this shit's coming up and oh my God, this is the opposite of what I asked for. There must, I know I can speak for myself when I, that's happened to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm being punished. Like the universe is like, fuck you. You don't deserve this. So we're doing this, giving this to you instead. And coming from that, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, that was, that's one of my main stories is I'm being punished and really shifting the perspective and realizing that when we ask for something, it's not immediately that we're going to be handed that thing on a silver platter. Oh, I'd like $20,000 in my bank account, please. Okay. Well, we're not always going to be handed that the next day on a silver platter. What we can expect though Um, oftentimes if we are asking for that to hold for more is that we're also asking for expansion. Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast. I'm Molly Austin. I'm Emily Fitz, and we are your once typical online business and fitness coaches who got fed up with the coaching industry's toxic culture. We're navigating a new era of entrepreneurship one that's rooted in truth, integrity, and honesty. Whether you're in a next level of expansion, have been burned by the industry, or are just getting started and not sure where you fit, we're covering everything from lessons learned, industry trends, and having straight to the point, no BS conversations about what it actually takes to lead the way in this new paradigm. Let's get straight to the point. Welcome back, everybody, for our ninth episode on Straight to the Point series. Today, we are going to have a briefer episode, but it is definitely going to be straight to the point. Um, And we are going to be talking about manifestation within the coaching industry. We are going to be having an open conversation, um, meaning nobody's right, nobody's wrong, nothing's good, nothing's bad, just having a really open, honest conversation about manifestation and the ways that that has created wounding in the industry, um, created stories that have made us believe that we are repelling our desires or that we're doing something wrong and that we also always need to be manifesting or doing something outside of ourselves in order to attract. And if we don't, then we are not getting it and so on. Um, I know that Em and I have both had our own walks with manifestation and mindsets around manifestation. And I know for me as somebody who, um, both of us who can get in our heads at times that, um, yeah, I've had to do a lot of work around manifestation and having discernment over what is true for me and what isn't, because I have seen the effects firsthand on what happens when we when we incorporate manifestation and manifestation practices and modalities into our lives from a place of wounding that we either create within or we have been taught externally and not saying that any manifestation coaches are bad or wrong or doing anything out of malicious intent. Most of the time it's unconscious and um, yeah, totally unconscious most of the time. Um, But yeah, bringing an open, honest conversation around that and just inviting you to get curious and yeah, we're excited to have this episode. Mm. I also think that there's, because I remember a story you told me too about the way that I think we can become obsessive around our desires too, right? And Mm -hmm. 
and not even just obsessive around our desires, but also obsessive around how we manifest, right? It's like this, like, I've got to write it 33 times, three days in a row, you know, I've got to, or 55 times, five days in a row. And it's like the energy even behind the way that we're approaching manifestation is often, at least in my experience, dripping in this desperate, you know, rigid, I have to get it perfect and do it just right, or it's not going to happen, right? Or I've got to hold my desire, you know, always top of mind and, and never let my current reality, you know, affect me or whatever. And it's like, Yes. First of all, always is think that, positive thoughts. Yeah. First of all, is that feasible? No, mm-hmm. we're not wired. We're not robots, right? This isn't like separate housewives or whatever the, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And so I think that part of this conversation too is really approaching some of these principles and some of these um, maybe, maybe belief systems that are taught out as in my opinion, I think a lot of ways outdated. Um, Because even in just the last three years, I've seen the landscape of the coaching industry shift entirely. And that has everything to do with the level of awareness that every single one of us is rising into and stepping into in our own right, in our own way. And Part of that also means that with that new level of awareness, we have to stop preaching the same outdated ideals, ideas, and start to adopt new updated ways that we speak to how you call in your desires. What does that actually mean? You know, I think a lot of times we get stuck in like it didn't manifest. So I did something wrong. I messed it up. I wasn't holding the vision, right? Like how many of you can relate to feeling that way at one point or another? Mm-hmm. And what that does is creates a level of shame and, you know, I'm wrong, I'm bad, which just perpetuates more of that energy versus really trusting in the divine unfolding of your desires and the timeline of those desires um, yes. without making yourself wrong or bad. Yes, I totally agree. And something that we were talking about before we started this um, episode is that you can manifest something in your life and then maybe one day later, it's like the fucking worst day of your life and all this shit's coming up and oh my God, this is the opposite of what I asked for. There must, I know I can speak for myself when I, that's happened to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm being punished like the universe is like, fuck you, you don't deserve this. So we're doing this, giving this to you instead. And coming from that place of, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, that was, that's one of my main stories is I'm being punished and really shifting the perspective and realizing that when we ask for something, it's not immediately that we're going to be handed that thing on a silver platter. Oh, I'd like $20,000 in my bank account, please. Okay. Well, we're not always going to be handed that the next day on a silver platter, What we can expect, though, um, oftentimes, if we are asking for that to hold for more, is that we're also asking for expansion and to actually hold for more. So the universe will actually give you, universe God, um, will 
present you with an opportunity or situation, which sometimes can be presented as a challenge or an obstacle to actually step into being able to hold for more. Because when we are asking to hold for more, let's say $20,000, is it's also asking to hold for more underneath that, which also can look like responsibility and can also look like some of the other parts that we're not wanting to really look at that actually does come with, um, yeah, receiving more. Totally. Well, and the way that I've heard it before too explained is... Anytime we commit to a desire, to commit to bringing forward a desire, an outcome, a vision, that oftentimes we're met with equal to or greater the resistance. So what Molly is also speaking into is that resistance is put in place to expand you, to expand your capacity to meet the more of you or receive more or be in relationship with what it is that you're calling in. So Anytime we set that intention, anything that's not in alignment with that is going to fall away. Yes. And we're either going to choose to meet that with an energy of, I got this, lightness, play, curiosity, or we have the choice to meet it with, oh my God, woe is me. I can't, this is, I can't believe this is happening. I can't do this heaviness and and guilty as charged, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot easier to approach those downturns, right? If you will, or what might look like 10 steps backwards with an energy of I'm doomed, you know, oh my God, what do I do? Right? Like that kind of energy. Yes. Versus, hmm, how is this, how is this looking to expand me? How is this inviting me to be the more of myself? What parts of me is this Is this shining a light on that's asking me to step beyond? Um, and not, and I was actually having a conversation with a client earlier today. You know, she had mentioned, I want to release fear, doubt, worry. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I offered a reflection. What if it wasn't actually about releasing the fear, doubt, and worry, but walking hand in hand with it? Because... Yes. Right. When we believe this, this idea or this notion that I have to get rid of, which is essentially what we're saying when we say I need to release this piece, this fear, this feeling, we're saying I have to get rid of this part. Right. And fear, worry, doubt is a part of your psyche. Yes. When we say I've got to release this or get rid of this piece, I've got to get rid of this part. We're not actually allowing ourselves to come into wholeness. Yes. And we're rejecting our pieces and parts that aren't ever actually going anywhere. And aren't wrong or bad. Exactly. Because underneath that, I'm right. Even if we say it in a loving way, whether we're like, I need to get the fuck rid of this part of me or saying I'm ready to lovingly release this is that it's still coming from a place of there's something that there's something within me that I need to get rid of. There's something Mm -hmm. that within me that is blocking me from something, which is underneath those layers, shaming parts of you that are actually so beautiful, have such a deep purpose. And what you're saying, Anne, is it's like learning how to actually come into new relationship with it and how, like you're saying, walking hand in hand with it. It's like, instead of trying to push it away, walking into it 
mm-hmm. um, walking into the fear, embracing yeah. that, looking looking at how that is trying to simply protect you and that you get to come into new relationship with that part of you. Yeah. One of the things that an old mentor of mine would always say, and I would always say this to every client, is what if blocks are not in the way, they are the way, right? And yes. if we're trying to release these parts, blocks, fears, worries, then we're not actually giving ourselves an opportunity to grow through them. Yes, right? We're using them as a gatekeeper to what it is that we desire, which then just continues to perpetuate this story or belief that you're being punished, you're not enough, you're not doing something right versus trusting in the timing of the divine. And this is so, even this conversation is so timely, right? Because I remember being at the the last retreat at Rapture and I had a moment Mm -hmm. We were on medicine, but it was towards the end of the night. And I had a moment where I was like sitting in front of the mirror and my higher self dropped in and she was like, you need to know that every single thing that you teach about, that you talk about, that you share about, isn't just for them. It's for you. Mm -hmm. So even this conversation, right, is medicine for me where I'm at in my life right now. Yes. And you know, one of the biggest shifts that I had around this piece is that with manifestation, yes, set the intention. Yes, speak into the things that you desire to create in your life. That energy needs a flow of direction. Yes. And it's also about the deeper piece is, and then God, what is thy will? Universe, mm-hmm. what is thy will? And and mm-hmm. the full surrender, the deepest trust of all is that God wants for you what you want. Yes. Somebody had even shared with me, I think it was a, a coach of mine, Carrie Ford, she shared with me, desire literally translates to of the father. Mm. So when you have a desire, it is of the father, mother, spiritual universe, whatever, cosmos, great cosmos, right? It's, it is of God. Yeah. So a desire has been placed on your heart by God. Mm-hmm. So if you want it and it's not ego-based desire, and this mm-hmm. is something our friend Sarah Morell talks about, ego-based desire means I want this Range Rover because I want the world to see me as successful, because I need to feel accepted by the people around me because I'm validated by that purchase. That's an mm-hmm. ego-filled desire versus a God-filled desire. It could still be the Range Rover. You could say, yes. I want this Range Rover because I want to be an expander for the collective of women to show them that you can have a multiple six-figure business, lose it all, and then make millions. Yes. And then purchase uh, from power versus wound and validation and needing acceptance. That's why I want that. That's why I desire that to not only expand myself, but every single woman that I come in contact with. Yes. There's a yes. different Absolutely. energy behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is Absolutely. when we're fully tuned into desire of the father of God mm-hmm. versus from the wound, which I think a lot of these manifestation practices especially in the online coaching industry. It's like, I've got the biggest house, the most money, the biggest car. The, the, and then we start to believe that those are the things that we should want because if we're going to fit into the cool girls club, because that's essentially what's 
still happening, right? Is the wound of like, I need to be popular and accepted and loved, especially in the coaching industry. And so I need to like want these things, even if it's not something yeah. I necessarily want, because I need the thing yeah. to show the thing to show the world, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Yes. I really love what you said about the, yes, setting the intention, giving the energy a space to flow in and having a clear direction because that clarity is confidence. And that clarity is also directly communicating with the universe, God's source saying, oh, okay, now I see what she wants. She's not just like floating out here wanting more. This is what she wants. This is where she wants to go. But setting the intention and focusing on, okay, here's what I want. And then it's not that you just don't do anything after that. Like you get to take action, but it's not white knuckling onto that and like looking at your watch every two minutes. Like, why is this not showing up? Why the fuck did this thing happen to me then? It's it's releasing the how, but while simultaneously the duality of taking action, but not gripping onto that so much that your belief in your desire coming to you, receiving that gets derailed because you're gripping so tightly onto your own self-will. Yes. Huge. Because what if that derailment was actually you stepping into further alignment with the thing that you desire? It's just exactly. unfolding itself in a different way. Yes. yes. Like the ego mind in me has believed since I started my business that I've got to be the one to do it. I've got to be the name. I've got to be the face. I've got to be the this. But then there are opportunities that are presenting themselves that actually invites me to be in collaboration mm -hmm. and maybe even taking a sidestep or a bit of a backseat than being the, the star of the show, right? right? And like knowing that there's more than enough stage for everybody. Mm-hmm. And trusting that God's got a much bigger plan than I have for myself. Yes. And so Always. can I be hyper-present to what is actually presenting itself to me versus the thing I think is going to be the ticket to get me wherever? Yes. 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 A thousand times yes. Well, and the other thing I wanted to speak into was the whole idea of aligning yourself and attuning yourself to a certain frequency and the wounding that I've seen create within myself um, and with other clients that I've worked with is, oh my gosh, like this happened, this must have happened because I'm low vibe. I'm mm -hmm. not, I have to get myself into this vibration because if I don't, then I'm not going to sell this offer today. And what that does is again creates that dissonance and also comes back into that story that there are parts of you that need to go away that you need to get rid of in order for you to be worthy of receiving your desires because and i said this in a real once if i continued operating which i did used to operate in the story that i have to operate i have to be in a high vibe high frequency i have to continue bringing myself back into that frequency over and over and over again it's fucking exhausting first of all and it's total bullshit by the way total bullshit <laughs> and it's like if that is my belief and this is so so important to look at our beliefs around manifestation if that is my belief then that i have to be in a high vibration to receive and I'm a human being who also has a cancer rising and a cancer moon and emotional authority. And I'm absolutely not always in that vibe. Very emotional. Every day is not a good day. 
then how? <laughs> the way you said that sounded like every day is not a good day. So what you yes, meant was I have, I have every day days. may not be a good day, but every most day. of the days are. Yes, yes, yes. Every day is not a good day. <laughs> well, I also have moments in certain points and times of my day. My days often feel like this sometimes and not. I could wake up on top of the world and need a nap 30 minutes later because I'm totally. having an emotional crisis. <laughs> totally. Totally. So let's just create some, let's just create some validity around that if that's your experience too. Hello. Um, but if that is the belief that I walk around with, that that's who I have to be in order to receive, can we then look at how often I'm actually allowing myself to receive? If that is my belief versus I receive no matter what in my highest moments and my lowest moments, I am eternally and unconditionally worthy of receiving. Nothing blocks me from that. Yes. The, the, because that's, it's not around like, oh, well, that's not true in manifestation. It comes down to belief. You create your own story around how you want to receive and that's what becomes true because that's the because that is then the frequency that you're operating from, which feels like so much less pressure and feels so much more like, wow, all parts of me are so worthy. And and it's also so much more playful and fun that way. Yes. Like you could be crying in bed for, you know, two hours and I'm still like, I could receive three thousand dollars or whatever it is in the next hour. And it doesn't fucking matter how I'm feeling. It comes down to belief. Not, not vibe. Well, and one more thing I want to drop into the space too is there's, right. It's this idea, like we are what we attract or we attract, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, we attract what we believe. <clears throat> and I think we can deepen that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. God is here to meet you and love you unconditionally in every moment and simultaneously call you forward into the more of who you came here to be. However, you have free will. So if you tell God the story over and over and over and over and over again, this idea that you can't receive unless you're high vibe, then life will mirror those experiences back to you. Not because it wants to, but because this is what you're asking for. Yes. It's what you're asking to receive from source, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Mm-hmm. Now, if you set the intention to hold the belief that I receive no matter what, God's like, yes, I want to meet you there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to meet you there. Yes, I want to meet you there. Yes, I want to meet you there. So every opportunity is an opportunity for us ourselves to see our to see ourselves through the eyes of God. Yes. To see mm. ourselves as the more and then step into the vision, the desire, the intention that that is 100% what we are deserving and worthy of because we are infinitely worthy. Yes. That's Lucy snoring. (laughs) I'm glad she enjoys the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, she's been on a tear the last 24 hours. (laughs) So God wants what you want and you are infinitely worthy of everything that you desire. Mm-hmm. And the deepest work in manifestation will ask you to unwind the lies that tell you otherwise. Absolutely. So good. So good. 
Welcome to another episode, Straight to the Point. Yes. <laughs> we want to hear from you guys. We love your feedback. We want to know what conversations you want to be having. Um, this podcast doesn't work unless you are a part of it. It's a co-creation, you know, it, on the deepest, deepest, deepest level. Our, our intention and our desire with this show is to reach inside your hearts and souls and minds and create powerful and potent shifts that are rooted in authentic, real conversations around mm -hmm. what supports you, what doesn't, what's working, what's not. And um, we're, we're excited to keep bringing you more of that. So with that, we will complete this short, very potent, straight to the point conversation. And um, you know where to find us at straight to the yeah. point series with the number two on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at the.emilyfitz on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at the truly Molly on Instagram and also TikTok. Never Amazing. mentioned that part before too. <laughs> and we're also <laughs> streaming on YouTube. So if you're listening to this, but you'd rather watch the episode, you can go to straight to number two, the point series on YouTube and check us out. All of those links will be listed below in the info section of this episode. And we can't wait to see you back next week. Amazing. Love you all.